This is Anita Kopach, author of Shallow Waters, and you're listening to Psychotic Bump School with your host, DJ Rome, on KCWGTheTruth.com, the best internet radio station on the planet. I'm black mermaid from the bottom of the sea. I will teach you a love me. And the greatness I will lead you Cause I'm a black mermaid Nothing where you will find I'm here for you to love me I'll be here for all the time I will wait for you to see me and to understand That a woman can restore the soul of any broken man If you can look beyond the waves and just believe in me I am the lighthouse standing strong I talk the rocks and say cause I'm a black woman From the bottom of the sea Did you love me? In the greatness I will lead you. Okay, we are back. KCWG, the truth.com's program's called Psychotic Bump School. I'm DJ Rome. And ladies and gentlemen, I am very excited to welcome back this good sister. And I say back because it's been a while since I have chatted with her and we were just reflecting behind the scenes about how much time is actually uh expired since we last uh, had contact with one another it's just been so much that's happened since then uh but we go back a couple years and uh, i'm so proud to see what trajectory her life has taken since that time she's actually an award-winning writer and a spiritual advisor she's a spiritual psychologist ladies and gentlemen and she's the former editor-in-chief of heart and soul magazine and the managing editor of beauty sense magazine and she's also the author of the latest novel shallow waters which i want to hear all about so ladies and gentlemen please welcome for the very first time the psychotic bump school the good sister anita kopach miss kopach are you there i am here thank you so much i'm so happy to be here what's going on it's happy in i mean it, I, I'm elated to talk to you. I'm excited about this project you have going on. What in the world have you been doing since 2000, the early 2000s? Let's just get caught up real quick. That's been a minute, right? What in the well, world? Let's say that is, <laughs> that is a loaded question. <laughs> it is. It is. Man, what was happening in the early 2000s? What did life look like to you in the early 2000s? So since then, I've had three kids. Wow. Um, you know, like you just read, I was um, the editor-in-chief of Heart and Soul magazine for five years. I was, during that time, at the same time, I was the managing editor of Beauty Sense magazine. And um, I, all that time, you know, behind the scenes, I'm writing um, Shallow Waters at night, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like, as the kids are running around. Eventually, I had to write while they're running around because... I was like, this is just never going to come out. It's never, I'm never going to be done if I just wait till the nighttime to write. Oh, okay. And um, I also got my master's in spiritual psychology. Yes. So 
I was uh, working with private clients for a while and also running retreats around the world. Mm. Um, I don't have private clients anymore, but I still do workshops. And hopefully uh, when things when things open up again, I'll be able to do retreats. So that mm. I think is kind of in a nutshell <laughs> what's yeah. been happening. Tell us about Shallow Waters a little bit. How did this come to be and uh, what is it about? So Shallow Waters is about the goddess Yemeya. And Yemeya is um, a, a goddess from the West African tradition, um, uh, the Ifa people, uh, well, the Ifa religion from the Yoruba people in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And she was the goddess of the ocean and she's said to be the mother of us all. And a while back, one of my good friends told me that um, when our ancestors came over on the Middle Passage, um, that Yemeya was, uh, watched over us and watched over the, um, the people who chose to jump into the ocean off of the ships, right? That she took, she took care of their souls. Mm. And... I like, ooh, I feel it in my heart. My heart just opened up. I was like, and she's a black mermaid too. And I was like, there was a black mermaid watching over us. And, you know, obviously this is, it's, it's parables and stories mm-hmm. and all of that, but still mm-hmm. it's, you know, just the spirit of a black mermaid just made me feel so excited and um, cared for. And so I really looked into who she was and where she came from and the stories and, you know, written accounts of Yemeya go back as far as the 16, um, 16th century. Mm-hmm. But, but the stories are all oral stories that have been passed down for generation after generation after generation. So there's no way for us to actually tell how old these stories are. They could be from the beginning of time, who knows? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, uh, this story, like as soon as I, I found out about it, I swear it felt like Yemeya was sitting at the edge of my bed and telling me the story. And it was, it, she just was, I, I was literally just kind of like, like, <laughs> like writing it as she's saying it. And, um, and so that's basically, you know, how how it came about mm-hmm. what's really awesome like m- my intention for shallow waters is um you know the intention that i've i've put into it is that we really remember wh- who we are and where we came from mm-hmm. and um and that's you know that's one of the main intentions for me i originally wrote it as a young adult and um, but the publishers voted for it to be an adult book. They were like, "This definitely." They're like, "Adults need to read this." And I was like, "Okay, oh, okay." And um, and so what? It's it takes place in the 1800s, mm-hmm. and it starts off on the west coast of Africa, and it's the the. normal mermaid tale right where a mermaid falls in love with a human but that's where like the normal part ends right (laughs) so Mm. 
she's she falls in love with a human a fisherman and then the slave ships come and take him so she follows the slave ships underwater and has her own middle passage underwater right mm. and when they get to the new world the only way that she can turn into a human is this process that takes 40 days and 40 nights mm. and so she loses her love and the whole book is about her trying to find her love in a time where her skin color makes her a slave. And she meets a lot of historical figures along the way. So it's a historical fiction mm -hmm. and uh, which would be awesome for your students, right? Like, because uh -huh. it's a way to learn about that time in mm -hmm. a more empowering, with an empowering um, character. And, and then you get to learn about um, historical figures along the way mm. um, so that is yeah. that's the synopsis absolutely absolutely well i mean that that's the the contrast to that is all the the, the images that we've grown up with right i mean i grew up watching aquaman and i know his mother was uh, the queen of atlantis so to speak and you know we don't hear stories like this coming up i mean nope. and we certainly don't uh, develop an appreciation that we actually have these fables and and stories that have been handed down orally, you know, you know, through these uh, vast and uh, treasured traditions that we have organically as you know the original first people. So when you bring your spirituality to a story like this, and you talk about the Underground Railroad and all the significance of that, um, what what was it? I'm wondering that that that's such a beautiful. Um, starting point, but then, you know, a moment ago, you talked about when your publishers uh, read the story, knowing that you had started this long ago. And I I'm just wondering how much creative control did that, how much did that influence the creative direction of the story once they kind of got a hold of that recommendation? Well, how did that process uh, influence? There was, the it was, by the time I got um, with, with Simon and Schuster, um, I had already, there was, there was no more story changes that, that it, the book was, I, I did do edits still, but there was no story edits. So the book was already mm. what it is. So it's, there was, there was no creative control that I had to let go of. It's exactly the story mm -hmm. that I wrote. Well, was, how much of a journey was that? I mean, because when oh, you talk it, about, was, it yeah. was a journey. <laughs> really? Tell us about that a little bit, because sisters, I mean, there's there's a lot of authors who are sisters out there in this realm, though, in with this kind of work. I don't know how common or populated the field is for this kind of story. So what what were some of the hurdles you had to overcome in the course of this journey? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, my sisters always like to say that that um, I, I never do things the way regular I'm putting in quote unquote regular mm -hmm. people do mm -hmm. um, I I for me I follow my passion my heart and it's almost as if magic the way things happen around me because I, I put so much into my passion and the story and um, the book as far as the story the story journey I've changed it um, so many times and I've edited it so many times that by the time it got to Simon and Schuster, the, the story was pretty solid. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so 
you know, and, and while I was doing this, everyone's saying, oh, how hard it is to find a literary agent, how hard it is to find a yeah. publisher, how hard it is to be in this business, how hard it is to, to do this if it's fiction, right? Simon & Schuster, only 20% of their titles are fiction. Ooh. Everything else is nonfiction. So it's, it's, really? it's definitely hard to do the, you know, to get, a, a, well, this is what I was told, right? That it's hard. Mm -hmm. And I am a praying woman. Come on. I don't do anything without praying. <laughs> Come on. That's right. And um, I've set many intentions and I've worked hard. And um, one of my prayers that I say a lot is that my lessons come to me with grace um, and with a sense of magic, right? Mm-hmm. And, and to me, what I, what I mean when I say magic, um, synchroni synchronicities are magic to me. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, if I think of someone and they reach out or, you know, like that, it's very simple. Magic is really simple for me. So I'll be like, I'll get excited. Like, okay, <laughs> mm -hmm. that's simple. Mm -hmm. So, so what was happening with this book is that last year, um, in 2020, towards the beginning of last year. I um, could not find a publisher that, um, so what was happening is that I had a, a literary agent and he was sending it out to publishers and nobody was biting, right? Mm. And so I was like, you know what? It is time for this book to come out. It was mm. when all of the racial tension and all of those things were coming out. I was like, this is, this is the time that this book was made for. And so I was like, I am going to self-publish it. I'm not, I'm not going to wait for a publisher uh -oh. to say yes. Right. So I went forward on that path. You know, I bought an ISBN number. I created a cover. I did all of these things. Mm -hmm. And during this time, which is funny because you brought up village, one mm -hmm. of my best friends went to the ocean and she connected with the energy of Yemeya. And she said, what? Does Anita need to do to get your story out there, Yemeya? Mm. And she heard or felt that Yemeya was like, give the story to Charlemagne, who she oh. knew him. I didn't know him. Oh. And so she asked me, she's like, you know, um, <laughs> you know, she told me what she did. She was like, do you mind if I send it to Charlemagne? I was like, yeah, you know, go ahead, send it to him. Okay, At this so time, she's talking about Charlemagne the God, y'all. Charlemagne the God, yes. Yes. At this time, he hadn't didn't have his imprint yet, right? Hmm. And um, she sent him the story, and he right away was like, "Wait, is she signed?" <laughs> She's like, and at the time, I was I was in the process of um, while I was still going forward with the um, self publishing, I also had a um, a publishing deal that I wasn't that, that happy about. So I hadn't signed that, you know, that's why I was going forward with, with um, the self-publishing. And so he was like, you know, I'm actually starting my own imprint and um, I, I want this for my imprint. Mm. And so that's what I was saying, like, and, and then for him, he's a huge, huge, huge believer in God. And, you know, for him, he's, he's like, you can't get to him unless you go through God first, right? Like that's, that's mm -hmm. the energy he has. 
So it was very clear that, you know, I'm like, yeah, you, yeah, there's been a lot of prayers. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. When he yeah. says he's putting his own imprint out there, what exactly does that mean? He's getting into the publishing world or he's getting yes. into the literary so world? It is. He's he has his own imprint at Simon and Schuster and it's called oh. Black Privilege Publishing. And I am the second book that's going to be coming out. Um, Tamika Mallory has a book called um, State oh, of Emergency that's coming out. Yes, Tamika. Yep. Nice. And so she's the first book that's coming out. And then um, that's coming out early in the summer. And then mine's coming out August 3rd as the second book. Oh, what a blessing. Well, what a blessing. <laughs> that, that's divine. That, that is nothing but divine. Um, did you have to, I mean, this is, this still a male dominated industry. Did you have to fight Anita? I mean, you, you decided at some point, look, I'm just going to publish this myself. How hard was that? I mean, had you done it before? How much experience no, did you I've have? Never, you I've did? never done that before. Okay. So how'd you do it? It was, it was, it was hard wrapping my mind around it, but the, but the easy part was that I knew that it was time, right? How did you and know I, that? I just knew I felt the energy around and all of the, you know, the, the fighting that people were doing and, and, oh, and yes. it's, it was just, you know, obviously very intense. And mm -hmm. for me, I have any, any time there's been um, poli police violence or even mm. violence in the schools, um, I'm, I'm very sensitive. And mm. so, for year of obviously any you know for years we've had our people being shot down and yes. and killed and I have always had breakdowns whenever I hear about it right like mm -hmm. it's intense mm -hmm. and to me it didn't seem like the rest of the world even knew right mm -hmm. or they're completely mm -hmm. ignoring it right. and the fact that all of a sudden people saw and they heard and people all around the world were marching mm. for us. Mm. And, you know, um, and, and my kids are like, well, what is happening? You know, mm -hmm. like my son, it was really intense. Um, Cause I, I, like I said before, I'm so sensitive. I've never watched any of those videos of mm. any of them, right? Mm. Like I can't, can't watch those videos. Right. Well, he, I guess was curious and looked up mm -hmm. the George Floyd video and he just was he was a mess and he mm -hmm. was like they killed him because he was black mm. i was like yes mm. that is what happened and um you know obviously i have fears because i'm raising a black man that's right and and it's the same same type of thing with black women i mean it's it's is it, it's the anniversary of brianna taylor you know absolutely absolutely and yeah, go ahead. And so all of that made me, you know, really, really want to put out this book, especially with the intention of us truly remembering who we are. Mm. Because mm. once we really remember who we are, things are about to change mm. in a big way. <laughs> the yeah. world might not be ready for that. Oh, wow. How about that? Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Who, who said that? Was that T.D. Jakes? Get ready, get ready, get ready. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. <laughs> this is KCWG, the truth.com's program. It's called Psychotic Bump School. I'm DJ Rome. We're talking to the good sister, 
author and spiritual psychologist, Anita Kolpatch. She's here just breaking it down to its final compound and sharing the, the formation and the inception and conception of her wonderful novel, Shallow Waters. Wow, what a story. In what way is the, the strength of the sisters coupled with the, the, the ancestral presence and goddessness of what that element means to us who might be still trying to function in this realm amidst mm -hmm. all this craziness? Can you talk to us about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So I was at, I was connected with the ancestors throughout the whole process because um, while Yameya was sitting here um, telling me the story, I was also connecting with what perhaps my ancestors might have gone through. Um, um, uh, 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 there was a uh, a term coined that was called blood memory, mm. and um, it's like connecting with you know our ancestors through our memory in our cells right mm. one thing that was really interesting when i was connecting with the ancestral memory and ancestral um you know blood memory was was um i had this resistance to work but i re i realized whenever i actually did the work it felt amazing so I'm like, why, where is this resistance coming from? Right? Yeah. Like, why, why am I resisting something that when I do feels amazing mm -hmm. and went on this whole journey with myself and realized that it's because of all of the work that my ancestors did for free and Ooh. that this, you know, so I had this, um, aversion, right. To wanting to do that, mm -hmm. and um, and so and which which has nothing to do with the you know like the the beautiful work we we may have done before we had to um, build this country, mm -hmm. um, you know back in our in in Africa there's so much beautiful work right there's probably because spirit is connected to every part of life, um, in 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 tribal communities right mm -hmm. here it was we were like cut off from it so our work was not connected to spirit right we were forced to work and you know it's not like we were doing anything that's going to um help us right like right. and so so what i had to do was reconnect to the spirit of work right in mm -hmm in it being connected to um, my soul, connected to my soul purpose, mm -hmm. right? Um, because, because when we're connected to that, it doesn't feel like work anymore, right? It feels like play mm -hmm. and we're doing what we love. And so mm -hmm. that was one of the things that, that I feel like I, I healed with my, with my ancestors in this mm -hmm. process. Okay. But, um, but yeah, there's, there's, when, when you read it, you'll see that there's, you know, obviously a lot of strong women characters, a lot of strong, there's, a, there are a lot of strong men characters as well. Mm -hmm. um, really beautiful figures. And um, it's, it is an intense story. So it's not like, just like a magical mermaid story, obviously, because it's an antebellum America. Oh, yes. So, there are intense parts, but. Um, mm. Yeah, well, what is the black experience without intense parts, right? Yes. I mean, you are an authentic spirit. So I know you're gonna keep it 100 when it comes to that. 
Um, art <laughs> sometimes imitates life and vice versa. That's just what it is for us. Uh, where do you where are you taking this book next? I mean, Charlemagne loves it, and um, you somehow were able to overcome that aversion to it. And I had to listen to you real closely because I I said I was like, did she say a version? But no, you said aversion, meaning aversion, yeah. resistance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you 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 were like, was it a block? Was it a creative block? And you because some writers get writer's block, right? So is that what it was in layman's terms? Uh, well, that's one way it showed up, but it was almost every every version of work. So while, so so maybe someone uh, from the outside in looking would never know that I had that issue because I always move through it, right? Uh -huh. Like, yes. I will. Well, no one's gonna look at me and be like, "Oh, I'm lazy. I don't like to work," right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because I'm always doing something and, and doing it, but there was a process. Like yes. I was like, I do not want to work. Well, I surely uh, appreciate this time speaking with you. Um, I'm excited about this project for you. Uh, I was trying to purchase it on Kindle, but I see it's already available in paperback. Uh, I believe in hardback as well. So uh, thank you for joining us, Anita Kopach. Where can people find this book, Shallow Waters? Where can they find you, keep in touch with you and follow your work? Thank you. Yes. Um, well, the, the book comes out August 3rd. You can purchase it. Um, you can pre-order it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Um, Goodreads has like a list of, I think there's some um, independent bookstores that you can pre-order it from. What I would love is that if you do know a black independent owned bookstore, if you let them know that you want it, so then that way we can be supporting um, black independent owned uh, bookstores oh. as well and letting oh. them know that you want that book when it comes out. Yes. Um, they might not have it for pre-order, but if you let them know, then they will uh, be on it, right? To get mm -hmm. it. Yes, love that. And I happened to sneak on uh, one of your pages. I noticed that you were actually looking for an illustrator to draw um, mermaids. Can you talk to us about that real quick too? Yes, so we're, it's just, it's a it's a Shallow Waters art contest. The book is already um, done, but the, the contest is to, um, is to be featured on Charlemagne's page. So the top three artists will be featured on his Instagram page, which has about 4 million followers. So mm. um, the top three, um, artists will be featured and then and then the audience will pick who the winner is Ooh. and um that for me was so that we could have even more images of black mm -hmm. mermaids swimming around the internet right yes <laughs> why not what's <laughs> yeah. wrong with that right what's wrong with that yes. nothing <laughs> <laughs> oh that's tight all right all you illustrators all you are you, you scribes? Let, let's get on it. I mean, Anita has put the word out. Uh, we need some mermaids, some sisters, some black mermaids. mermaids. And um, you would, when you, you would post it on your page. If you have a black mermaid, post it on your page and put the hashtags shallow water book and black privilege publishing and tag me, Anita mm. Kopach, A N I T A. K-O-P as in Paul, A-C as in cat, Z as in zebra, mm -hmm. and Charlemagne the God, which is C-T-H-A, 
G O wait, no. That's what it. Is it? I think it's G O D. I think it's C T H A G O D. If it. it's not that, you could look it up, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it. it'll come up. Absolutely. Yeah, there's only one Charlemagne the God. And it it just seems so right. I mean, for for him to, you know, find a place in his soul for this to, to be the second after Tamika Mallory's book. I mean, this this is divine. And I'm divine. really excited for you. And you are the right sister for this time and this moment. Shallow Waters is uh, the right book. And it's the one we need right now. We need some more Black Mermaids out there, y'all. Well, that's our show, y'all. Psychotic Bump School is the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul. My name is DJ Rome, and you know we're here every Monday evening from 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time. Check back with us. We shall return next week. Also want to thank our very special guest for the evening, Moyo, Dr. Allison McDade, Dr. Miyang Lu Kabata, as well as the good sister, Anita Kopach. Also want to send a very special shout out to Frank Starks, who is the Iron Man behind the board. And we're out of here, y'all. Take care.